This is Bang Your Bookie's Wife, the sports gambling podcast that really hopes rumors of A&M players smoking weed in the away locker room after a loss at South Carolina is true because it would be the only admirable thing they've done all year. Uh, that It is something I can stand behind. The sheer chutzpah that Jimbo has the going chutzpah. on. The, give, it, give it to me one more time, Rayman. Chutzpah. That one's for you, Yee. Um, I, uh, <laughs> he's a dedicated listener. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, we're here, uh, and, and we're here to give you some picks and we're here with Rayman who's going to give us what he calls his big rubber. Rayman, why do you call it big rubber? Well, Joe, last week after a rare loss in the rubber, I was feeling a bit murky, but chin up, we'll be six and three after this week and we'll be able to bring home this holiday season. Plenty of turkey, because this week we're riding with turkey. Lock the week. Rain money, baby. Let's go. Wait, what did you rhyme with turkey there? Herky? Murky and herky. Do you not know what herky is? Herky Ooh, I is thought you not. might not, Joe. Herky is I not. I thought you th- might not. Okay, what about you, Capper? I hope you I don't know. The herky, the hawk, the mascot of Iowa. Iowa minus 11 at home versus Northwestern. Lock of the week. Let's go. Uh... Wait, their mascot is a, it's really Herky called the Hawk. Oh, that's the word. How is their mascot's name somehow worse than their fucking offense? That's amazing. Everything about this fucking school. <laughs> uh, that's certainly, it's certainly a pick. Uh, Capper, other end of the podcast. Uh, who do you have as your big rubber lock of the week? Uh, been in a little bit of a funk. I, I think I decided about an hour ago I'm going full Costanza. Um, just doing the complete opposite of what I've what I've been doing. Uh, so I love going, that move. We're taking a road favorite, Wake Forest minus three point five at Louisville. <laughs> Yikes! I, at this point, at this point, I really feel like we just got to make it an annual episode because you do this every year, Cap. You have yeah, There's always one week where this <laughs> yeah. happens. We're turning yeah, the mojo. You have a week where there's a breaking point where you're just like, you know what? You you know, here's what I'll say for you. You're one Not of the few the gamblers. You look in the fucking mirror and you're like, I think I'm proud. <laughs> it's time to pivot. <laughs> you got to zig when on, they zag. Good on you, man. Listen, man, this is the real coach JB here. Man, I hear you've been hanging out with the wrong fucking crowd like a slapdick you are, man. Everybody thought you were fucking smart and all that shit because you watch CNN and MSNBC and fucking Fox News and all that. Sounds like you're a fucking dreamer. You're getting dumber. Get your fucking ass figured out. Go watch the real show. Watch. We will ban your bookies, wife. Step your game up. Stop being a slap dick. Make today a great day. This is Bang Your Bookies Wife. Follow us on Instagram at Bang Your Bookies Wife. Um, we're currently. Uh, in the works for the newest season of The Walk On. Uh, it's it's in development. Um, <laughs> season one was short, but season two might be even shorter. Season one was our best season yet, though. Um, it was great. The I've already the, got a FYC ad ready to go in LA for Emmy consideration. The critics, the critics raved, so we might bring it back. Uh, and uh yeah well so stay posted on that so until then uh, the social medias will continue to be will exist we're gonna put i'll put some memes up Matt, we'll do we'll do some up? memes want to do some memes hey yeah, i had a vi- i had a vision for a 
um, Taylor Swift meme. What yeah. do you think? What's what's the Came Taylor to Swift? Me. Well, I can't give it. Do an audio meme? Are you gonna do it? Describe? You're gonna spoil the meme? This is why our socials are I'm so not bad. Give but, it a, but I'm not gonna give it away. If it happens, it, you'll you'll know it. But if it doesn't, dude, you it's can't. Nature cap. <laughs> you're teasing a meme. You're trying to spoil first. a meme. <laughs> you're fucking. Yeah, us like uh, I I do think like I I can't even vouch for House of the Dragon, but I will say us our approach to socials is like when King Viserys was walking to the throne, it's just a tortured, laborious. <laughs> just <laughs> we're crawling to lie. We can't we're, find we're, the energy. We're I think we're just too, we're too old. We're too old for this game. Well, that's why you gotta stay tuned for the newest season of The Walk On. Uh, one thing before we got to the picks, we have, uh, we have a buddy who, uh, he loves sports gambling, but he's been doing a bunch of bets with these bonuses that you find on sports books. They'll like juice up certain things. Like if, uh, Aaron judge is playing, like some idiot might bet on him to hit his like 61st home run and lose like. In, in well, the, like, the famous one was the no touchdown from Justin Herbert. Of course. A couple of primetime football games ago. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to throw it out to the group. Are you guys inherently pro or, or anti uh, a sportsbook boosting something for you? I, <clears throat> I'm pro. We it's could, genius. Well, yeah, it gets people to the table. It gets uh, people to the table, then it gets them hooked. And once they're hooked and have a little taste, they're going to keep chomping on that string all and the then, way up. And all then the they listen until to caught. Bang Your Bookie's Wife. It's all a big funnel that leads to our podcast. So we should support we, Should the, we give bonuses? We love Boost. We love Boost. It's like uh, someone who works in the funeral business loving COVID. <laughs> <laughs> That's... Uh... <laughs> And you know how much they must have loved that. <laughs> I don't that's, uh, um, yeah, that's all to I say. I apologize to anyone affected, but we have to make light of the pandemic. No, Otherwise, why press on? You don't, you don't need to fucking explain yourself to them. No, uh, I, I think that's why uh, if you're out there and you're one of our vast listenership and you're on a sports book and you do those cute little bonus bets where you pick random things for a parlay hey we'll do that shit hey give us give bang your bookie's wife uh parlay you don't need to call it bang your bookie's wife if you're uncomfortable with that branding we've discussed that <laughs> you can simplify it. it's fine probably uh, would help you go viral on socials though bang your bookie's wife presents justin Airbear. zero yeah, touchdowns if there's one thing we know it's how to go viral on socials so let's go to our <laughs> next that's a good bow on that let's go to the reason why people actually might be listening and that is the weekly i don't know this is very confusing to me i hope i picked the right one i feel 10 feet tall right now the weekly Strong as an ox. Uh, this is the weekly. These are the picks that count, the picks that matter, the picks that make you money. Uh, we have two pickers who are above 500 on the year and, and rocketing up. Is that right, boys? Sure. Yeah. We're uh, blasting off. It's going to be asympt- asymptotic growth. Yeah. Uh, based on what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
based on uh, based on the fact that both of you are heavily in favor of the boosts offered in sports books and not suspicious of them at all, we clearly we can trust our judgment. Uh, in relation to these, these, these are these are not these are proven bets though. Year after year, you guys are. You hover around. You get to sixty, or you hover around sixty. We hover between fifty-four and sixty. Uh, fifty-four I, and sixty. That—that's my spread over the last three years. Yeah, I finished fifty-nine, and that was my worst year so far. So, um, this is a disgrace. What's going on right now? Uh, Turn around. Uh, I asked yeah. for an asterisk last week before the the recording because we were on a weird schedule, and I needed an asterisk <laughs> week. We had Rainman coming in town. Uh, it was just a lot of asterisk for the week. A lot of things working against me, and it it actually happened to be one of my better weeks over the last four weeks. So, like, <laughs> sometimes I, I went I one and three. Up. Didn't have time. To I had it. to rebuke. I can't, had to rebuke build the pro- asterisk after I asked for the asterisk. I never. I never can't build s- a program on excuses though. I never get sick of you calling it. Ra- you calling him Rainman. <laughs> I, that was like one of the er, 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 early early cameos. Um, Everybody loves Rainman. I I don't remember who did it, but like when you request, like this is for Rain Man, and somebody <laughs> called him Rainman. It wasn't Bam either. <laughs> and like there will be so there will be like one person who remembers that, but like I'm that person. <laughs> Do we? Did you get a cameo this week? <laughs> Shit, no. It's such it a wasteland. Exist. Like if you're looking for somebody like under fifty bucks, you won't know who they are. Like you don't know this person exists. Dude, it, I paid twenty four hour service and got it five days later last <laughs> so, time. So like I guess I guess since we've missed so many weeks, like I will splurge on somebody that's like at least like a name. I no, did notice well, Dean like, Blandino on there last last week, so Oh, be great uh, great to have would it be gr- would it be great would it be great <laughs> would it be great I, is that what i just would like be? Would be great, be great to have dean blandino on the pod i just go <laughs> oh yeah i get him i get a dean blandino you gotta listen to bang your bookies wife this week <laughs> we got, we got dean, dean blandino on a cameo <laughs> well we're going to dean in the booth He's gonna re- hey he's guys. gonna review so- he's gonna review some of these picks. <laughs> hey guys, new episode up. We got at Dean Blandino on, on the pod. You gotta you gotta listen. To I'm it. telling you though, it's a wasteland. <laughs> Whatever, dude. Yeah, it's just fucking try. hair. <laughs> I'm it's just terrible. saying, dig a little bit. We had the guy who did it's the so voice hard. to Jafar. We need to go I'm back te- to him. So speaking of, I I requested. Like a DJ. I requested the voice of Pumbaa three weeks ago, and he didn't even resp- he didn't even send us anything. Haku- Hakuna Matata, fucking Pumbaa's too good for this. Seth Rogen, no uh, original Pumbaa, dude. Oh, Sad. that's so much Ernie more. Lead. S- Ernie Sabella. Uh, all right, I guys, don't know. He wears fedoras. The- <laughs> guys, let's get to the picks. So, uh, Rain Man, let's go to your big rubber first. That's a good segue. Um, you liked Rain Man. You liked Iowa us. minus eleven versus Northwestern as your big rubber. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, objective hit Iowa last. Objectively, week. the right side, but holy shit, Come definitely on. the right side. It's going to be ugly. <laughs> I I really liked Iowa to cover against Ohio State last week. 
I reviewed the box scores and really think I was on the right side. Iowa managed to hold Ohio State to just 66 yards on the ground, just 360 yards in total offense, which is bad for Ohio State. Uh, so if you look at that, they should have covered the 29. But they had six turnovers, and when you have six turnovers, Ohio State's going to exploit you. Yeah, that hurts. But That's- the key here, though, the I mean, key didn't here they is they score their only out- touchdown on a defensive score. As well, yeah, you know, they were terrible. So but six, they're touch- always bad six interceptions part of the and only defensive score. Out, but outside of the Penn State game, which there was a torrential downpour during, Northwestern has not forced a turnover in five games. So I'm hoping the turnover bug will not bite Iowa. And I do expect Iowa to be able to score on defense against Northwestern because their offense is terrible. Iowa, by hook or by crook, they're averaging 14 points per game. So if Northwestern only gets to three, which is very possible. Uh, that's a cover right there. But if you actually look deeper into the 14 points per game, uh, in four of their last five games, they've played top 10 defenses. Uh, well, no, sorry, three of the last four. Illinois, Michigan, and Rutgers all rank in the top three, in the top 10. Ohio State, fine on defense, not elite. So that means Iowa's probably going to get to 17 or 21 here at home. I don't think Northwestern's going to be able to cover the 11 if that's the case. Sure. They're not getting past 10. Uh, most notable thing about this game is the total is 37 and a half. Which is crazy So to you me. know you have to take the under. I think you got to take the under there. Yeah, yeah you're looking I at just like, like 14 to the, 2. It, it was literally just fucking comical watching their offense in the first half against Ohio State when Futurist came out and he just threw an interception right away. Then they fumbled it. I think right they're going to be able to run on Northwestern. Sure. A little bit. Not a lot. I, I think they'll be able to get to like 100 yards. Did we like, Did we ever discuss the um, press conference where the, they asked the OC, like, what's what would, it, what would it hurt to go away from Petrus for a few series? Like, what would it hurt? And the, his response was like, well, what would it help? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's amazing. It's... It, uh, Incredible, incredible. Object. Speaking of that well, analysis, Northwestern's won the last three at Kinnick Stadium, and I think that kind of helps. Like, what I, could it help, dude? There's like more motivated I, Iowa. At I still remember they did they like Big Ten Network has released like these different videos from like Media Day. They like asked the coaches different questions, and one of the questions they asked the coaches was, "What's the most uh, overrated stat?" And uh, Kirk Ferentz said, "Offensive yardage." So they they're just like, <laughs> dude. They just don't care. Like they don't even want to recruit. They don't. They're they all like in. It just. They just know. Uh, whatever. That. But if so. And that's they'll have all three. Th- this team will have like three NFL players, like ten I'm year gonna, vets. I'll. I'm gonna ride on this because Northwestern does just seem like lost. It seems like a lost year for them. Uh, yep. Is the is Iowa super super public? It would seem like they'd be. No, there's actually RLM on Iowa. Glad you asked. Two-thirds of betters are on Northwestern and spread moving a little bit farther uh, against Iowa. So that's another helpful thing. I like it. Okay. Capper, uh, you're ever (laughs) – it's supposed to be your lock, but you got to be talked off the ledge a bit. It's a a For all of these picks at at a certain point. Wake minus three and a half at Louisville. You're – you're, so you're I wouldn't, sweating it. Well, I wouldn't 
typically bet this game. Um, mainly because of the line movement. It is like a heavy swing towards Louisville side here. So it opened up at five and a half. It's down to three and a half. Um, but I think it's, I just like three and a half for a team that's performed way better. They're now in the top 10. They're six and one. Uh, the offense is absolutely humming against a team that's kind of scuffled in spots. It's not really played super Coming off a big win against Pitt. <laughs> yes, they've played better defense lately, but the the offenses they're playing have not been super good. Um, so the one thing that like was the saving grace here is that it's a pretty even slips game. Um, bets on both sides are pretty even. Um, so I don't feel horrible there. And I, I just think it's like too cute when you look at um, some of the metrics when you dive into these teams. Uh, Wake Forest is a top 10 uh, offense in the country, scoring-wise, um, EPA per play. Uh, Sam Hartman, 16 touchdowns to three interceptions this year. They've got two just dominant wide receivers in A.T. Perry and uh, Jamal Brooks, averaging over 14 yards per reception, um, both those guys. And um donovan green averaging 15 yards per reception all those guys have over 20 catches um the running game has not been the best and i guess that's what um some people are probably looking at here because louisville's played pretty well on the defensive line um but like i I just think right brother i just think hartman and i'm not i'm not okay i mean you know you can okay you can feel you can hear the pain in my voice taking this taking this game but um i just think it's too much i I, louisville really hasn't played anyone super good um wake force has a ton of juice they have the way better team both offensively uh especially offensively but definitely defensively as well and um i I just like i think they're gonna give them fits i think they just outscore them here um they might give up 30 points but i I think they score i I look deeper into this bet during the break because it stunk to me it stinks. Their offense, Wake has 438 yards of total offense a game. Louisville, 419. Not that far behind. Wake has 374 yards allowed per game. Louisville, 356. A little bit better. Louisville at home, Wake Forest number 10 in the country. It's going to be rocking. I'm taking Louisville money line. Oh, man. I wonder if it'll be rocking though, because I feel like they won't. You don't want to do that. It's not. Like- I think. I think. I think people will show up against a top ten team. So right. so Wake Wake is twenty two in FEI. Louisville is fortieth. Um, when you think yeah, about home, FEI thinks FEI thinks Louisville's going to win the game. When you think about like home field advantage, um, you think about like three to three and a half points, depending on where you're playing. You know, maybe up to four or five in some spots, but. Um, I, I think for Louisville, it'll be two and a half. At Papa John's Stadium, like, these teams aren't an even spread on a neutral. So, what are we doing here? I like Louisville here. I don't see it. I don't see it. All right. Malik uh, Cunningham have been playing a lot better of late, but we, we can move on. Rayman, we can go to your next pick. Uh, man, this is one where it's one where I like the other side. Uh, so you're well, eighty three percent of people more. like the other side. It's Baylor. You like Baylor plus two and a half at Texas Tech on the road. Yeah, so I have it for two and a half for the purposes of this podcast. But for full disclosure, I am not betting it yet. Eighty three percent of betters are on 
Texas Tech. I expect this to get to three before it's all said and done. And then it becomes a love, love, love might have been my rubber. But at two and a half, I still like it. I think what's driving the spread here is freshman quarterback for Texas Tech, Baron Morton, has played really well since October 8th when he had to step in. Still only one and one, though, and pretty green. And people are not giving Baylor enough credit for their blowout win against Kansas last week, where they covered the, covered the 10, covered the big spread, which means they're kind of starting to play up, against, up to their metrics as opposed to their record, which I love to see. So I dug a little deeper. Baylor scoring 37.4 points per game. Tech only 36.3. Baylor's the edge there. Baylor allowing 24.1 points per game. Tech allowing 27. They have the edge on defense. So yeah, Tech get a little bit of home field there. Home field's two and a half. You have a Baylor team that looks like they're better than Tech. I think the numbers suggest Baylor has a good gambling edge on this, enough to cover the VIG. But when it gets to three, then it's going to be a love. So sit back, wait. I think they'll cover the two and a half, but I would love to have the three. <laughs> Cowards just shaking. Cowards just shaking well, his head. Hey, great side. podcasting. I mean, that, this is a this is a it's game. Like the, it's like the no. meme he previewed. You this is a game. No, normal, normal, normal me, normal me hates Baylor in this spot. Um, Tech's just been super good at home. Uh, lines they have been, but they should have lost that Texas game. Lines moved from one to two and a half, um, which is significant. Well, eighty three percent of people are on Tech, so that's just <clears throat> movement. That's not anything else. Well, Baylor's played pretty shitty. But yeah, I mean, I, hey, well coached. Coming off a big win against Kansas, that's what I'm saying. No well, one's giving them credit. Well coached team. Love Dave Aranda. We, we do. We do love Dave. I mean, maybe. All right, move us on, right, Joe. Let's go to the maybe. next one. Uh, this, maybe is, uh, this is I, this is a game, Capper, I'm with you because I think betting the other side of this seems nauseating. Iowa State plus one. Uh, against OU at home. Yeah, you got to do it. Um, Iowa State and Oklahoma are pretty uh, evenly matched teams, in my opinion. Um, Iowa State's defense has been spectacular, obviously, all year long. Um, They've had uh, multiple one-score loss games, and OU has looked very suspect at points. Um, I think some people are kind of thinking they may have turned the corner last weekend uh, with their win. I just don't see it. It's the only thing that explains the line. There's a ton of warts on this team still. Um, I know Dylan Gabriel's playing pretty well, but um, the defense is just not good. I I think Iowa State has enough for them here. They're they're getting um, less than 50% of bets. The line's moving towards towards that pick them spread there. And Oklahoma does nothing for me. Uh, At home, I think they'll be rocking. Uh, it is their best chance to put themselves in a really good position to be bowl eligible. Um, and I think that's enough for me in this spot. This this one's actually like a normal play for me. This one I couldn't I, pass I, I agree with you on the side, but the only thing, reason why I don't have it on my board, even though I like it, is Iowa State's 0-4 in the Big 12, and they might just have a losing problem this year. It's... Um, Sometimes, sometimes you just have a culture of losing. You know, you guys know that about Texas. They, they have, they've had a very rough stretch. Obviously, they've lost uh, four in a row. Um, but it is, 
it's against like very good football teams that they've lost four in sure, a row to. Sure, I mean um, it's against good football teams, but zero and four is zero and four. That that is true. They had a bye week. They they're both coming off bye, um, so I think they have an opportunity to get their minds right. Uh, and I, I mean I think they're I think they're playing pretty well. Um, I think especially defensively, they've really shown a lot of good things against some of these. Um, higher powered offenses in the Big 12. They've already played Texas. They've already played K State. Um, they already played Kansas. Like those are three of the better performing offenses in the conference. So um, I, I don't know that like OU throws anything at them that they're not going to be expecting or not going to be prepared for, especially coming off a bye. Uh, I think that their defense is just legit. It's just very good. It's super uh, good. And it's very, very Will sound. McDonald's been dominant. Um, they're it's, getting a, just uh, a ton of contributors. I mean, it, in the secondary, they're getting a ton of contributors. The I, linebackers are playing really well. It's just like, yeah, no, it, it's a Rain, lot to like on that defensive side. Rain Man, this, this relates to the next uh, pick anyway, but do you think uh, Matt Campbell, do you think he could increase his stock enough to – you think – where is he on Nebraska's list as of now, in your opinion? Where is that state? Down. Down? Down. Got to be, right? Who's up? Is it Leopold? I think Leopold's got to be the number one. I think they'd love to have Dion if he wasn't going to Auburn. Dion is shit. Oh, my God. Dion is the only – if Nebraska could get Dion, you have to give him a blank check because he's the only person who can make Nebraska sexy. Well – you have a pick that I I despise this dude. You like you're taking Nebraska plus seven and a half against uh, Illinois. Uh, I am. It's in Lincoln. Oh my god! I think Illinois is going to beat the ever loving fuck out of this team. So they we might. all kind of like Purdue, right? Purdue's been very good. At least their uh, offense, with, with great O'Connell. quarterback, yes. NFL quarterback. You're, you're going straight transitive property last week to this week for this one, man. No, That's I what... just think that if, you, if you've if you watched Nebraska since the Scott <laughs> Frost beat down or since the Oklahoma game, they've started to play a little bit better. I don't think they're good. I think they've quietly become an average football team. Now, granted, Illinois has got the number one defense in the country on scoring defense, but – Outside of Ohio State, Trey Palmer is probably the undisputed best wide receiver in the conference. Anthony Grant is probably the third best running back in the Big Ten behind Corman Ibrahim. So Nebraska's got some playmakers. And if you're trying to go against the number one defense in the country, then that's what you need. I think Nebraska will find a way to score some points in a defensive battle, kind of a slugfest type game. There'll be another sellout. I think Nebraska can find a way to keep this within a touchdown. If it was lower than the 7.5, I wouldn't be on it, but I just think this is too many points at home. And what do home dogs do, Capper? You promised you were never going to talk about Nebraska again. You want to know? So you promised. Like, it's so funny. They used so to like, mean something. So, you say, so first of all, you completely <laughs> leave out Charlie Jones, second leading receiver in the fucking country, as not one of your top three in the Big Ten. And also. And yeah. you omit Chase Brown, who's literally leading the country in rushing yards, who's on the other side of the game that you're talking about. Are you? You mentioned this is just yeah, but disgusting, he, disgusting work. This is propaganda. Anthony right now. Grant is he's done so much. If he was on any other team, he'd he's be a Heisman so candidate. Much. 
What are you talking? He's going against the number watch, one watch defense. Watch film. He's going against the number one defense. Seven and a half is a lot on the road for Illinois. I'm sorry. But, Illinois does not. I might be. Okay. It might be a laundry thing for I me, just, but Illinois does not deserve that kind of respect. Will you just be honest with me? Was leaving out Chase Brown, Illinois star running back, was that a lie of omission or was that an accident? No, I, I think he's very good. I just think that Palmer is the th- behind Corman Ibrahim, the third most talented running back in the conference. I said probably. Ugh, I'm sorry. Wait, do you, do got... you have an issue? Sorry, Grant, do you have an issue with Palmer? Do you have an issue with Troy Palmer? Troy Palmer is, like, fine, but if you're, I'm talking about Nebraska's mm-hmm. offense, which is not anything special whatsoever. You, I get your point yeah. that they look, like, maybe mediocre, but I also think, like, Illinois. It's sneaky average. Illinois just like fucking smashes people, dude. He, they play really hard, and it's like, a, especially against a team like Nebraska, which we've already seen quit at home. I just hate this side. We'll see. This is we'll see. Seven and a half. Let's go. This is some. Uh, it's a scary disgusting one. homerism. It's, it's spooky season. Capper. Uh, they have the got... ABC two thirty game. Can you believe that shit? Yes, Illinois is playing yeah. very well. Uh, yeah, but that's not how they give out slots. I think uh, how bad the week it is. It's enough not about week. that game. Uh, <laughs> silence. Uh, you got <laughs> Capper. You got uh, man. You're you're not throwing the record books out at all. You like UGA minus twenty two and a half against Florida, and uh, what's no longer the world's outdoor ca- cocktail party. Also, people just they just might not do the game altogether or something. They were they released a statement saying it's like. Might not be in Jacksonville anymore, or it's a weird time. Yeah. But Georgia's favored by a lot, and you think they're going to cover it? Smart really wants it to be a home and home matchup, which like, sure, whatever. I don't, I mean, I don't give a fuck. Um, but UGA has <laughs> frankly dominated this matchup um, over the last few years. Uh, they, yeah, I don't think this is a rivalry anymore. They, they won 34-7 last year. Anthony Richardson was pulled in the second quarter, I believe. Um, Stetson Bennett threw two interceptions in that game, and they still just dominated from start to finish. Obviously, it's not the same Georgia team, but they are playing just incredible defense still. Um, And Florida's offense has really struggled. Um, They're not getting a ton of line push on the line. Uh, The rushing game has been... Fairly ineffective. Richardson obviously not throwing the ball super well. Um, and I think Georgia has way too much for them here defensively. Um, I think they frankly suffocate him. Um, and I think Stetson Bennett is still, I mean, he's still playing fine football. Um, I think they're, they can exploit some mismatches here uh, in the Florida defense because I don't think Florida's defense is up there yet. Um, this is still a rebuilding team uh, under Napier that – has really shown its, um, you know, its youth and, and its inexperience this season. So, um, give me give me the team that is kind of just rolling along every single week that has had a couple wake up calls recently, but um, is is just a physical outclass of of their opponent this week. And I, I think twenty two and a half is not too much for me here. Um, Florida's getting the majority of bets for some reason, I guess, because it's twenty two and a half. Um, it's a lot of yeah. It's but, over that three touchdown limit, but the, the line has also jumped game. up like three points um, from an open of like nineteen. So um, all things that we like, 
You know what? Yeah, this I said these I'm don't myself. seem like opposite. Yeah, these games. aren't really opposites. This one's real too. This is you're just reading the slips here. This is classic Cap um, pulling out his abacus and reading the slips. Well, maybe my next one will be a Costanza. Florida just is not good. Um, the, like the the one game they've scored a ton of points is against Tennessee, and Tennessee, man, like I, I mean, I don't know. That was just a weird game. I will say it's so funny to hear Rain Man say that like they aren't even like rivals anymore when it seems like, man, it makes me feel so old because I still remember when Georgia and, and Florida played and like Georgia actually scored the first touchdown and the whole team literally charged on the field and started celebrating because and Mark Rickson would have gotten, gotten pissed at them if they didn't get a penalty because they were just so down and... My, my how the turntables, but at least we are probably going to get a great Netflix doc on the 2008 team, so that'll be good press. Um, <laughs> good press for the program. Uh, the last game, I saved it for last because it's my favorite, one of my favorite things ever. Each week, you guys independently send me your picks, and we have this week, you guys are on the opposite side of Auburn. Ooh. <laughs> versus arkansas auburn is plus three and a half rayman you are on auburn kaffir you are on arkansas uh so you guys just like go tear each other's fucking faces off go crazy yeah so here weirdly all of the metrics think auburn is going to outright arkansas it surprised the hell out of me i didn't want to believe it the public also obviously on Arkansas slightly take slightly Insta-take, slightly, take, slightly but slightly. when you when that happens and you're getting three and a half at home boop, 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 Very slightly. you have to take no, that no people movement. keep people keep saying Harson's gonna get fired I'm he sure is. he will but team's still playing hard for him um sure then you look across the sideline and you're looking at Sam Pittman who is the quintessential coach you play hard for. So um, it's it's an Arkansas well, yeah, team that not, I think I'm came not, into the I'm season with that. a ton of expectations. The offense has played super well all year long. They just put up 52 points at BYU uh, a couple weeks yeah, back. Yeah, they look great. And like I, I think this is this is they they ran through a very rough stretch of defenses um, that kept them contained. And I don't think Auburn has the caliber of athletes to to do that to this offensive attack. Um, Obviously, no. there's a couple of things you hate here. Um, Arkansas has not beaten Auburn uh, in in Auburn in Jordan Hare since 2012, which is a long time. But those were some very bad Arkansas teams. Um, KJ Jefferson is just been incredible. 68% completion percentage. He's rushed for 350 yards. Um, it, it's a team that, frankly, has been just so good on offense that I cannot pass up only laying three and a half here, even if it's on the road. Did um, you guys see how I don't Harson, know, Raheem Sanders also, my God, just electric. Did you guys see how, uh, a Harson there, like Auburn players were asking to be red shirt. And he said, we'll just quit the program or transfer out. So now the players like there's players now because it's the lost season, they want to try to maintain eligibility. So now you're seeing guys, I'm curious whether they might have some surprise 
player sit out. It seems like the, it's just completely lost there. And I, I think don't know. It, People have been playing hard in Auburn. They've had a lot of surprisingly close games. Their defense has looked really good. I think the, the issue here for Arkansas, which Capper omitted here, is that their rushing defense has been absolutely tragic against any team with a rushing offense with the pulse. Alabama put up 317 rushing yards. A&M nearly 200. Arkansas is 0-3 on the year when they give up more than 160 yards on the ground. All Tank Bigsby did last week was put up 179 yards on Ole Miss's competent offense. I see that. I know why uh, immediately why Auburn's favored to win this one outright, and it's because all the Sharps and all the computers think Tank's just going to be able to run all over Arkansas and they won't be able to stop them. So give me the three and a half at home. They play this game in between white lines, not in between a screen. They play it inside the TV screens. They they play it in the cathode tubes. They do play it inside the TV screen, though. Uh. Yeah, I think it's going to be an awful game, but qualitatively speaking, it's a coach whose players play hard for them versus a coach whose players, unless they're probably, doing tryouts for him. other school. Here's the say: they're no, th- they, they like Carson. Doing... All the reports are they like Carson. No, the reports are they well, like. We'll find out like... on Saturday. What are you nobody, talking about? Nobody likes Harson. No, the players, he hasn't lost the locker room. They're still playing hard. They're except, not quitting. Except for that he intern. He hasn't lost the locker Is Are the reports you saying that just right No, now? man, it's true. Like, Ole Miss, 48-34 at Ole Miss, not terrible. LSU, 21-17 loss. That's fine. They beat Missouri. The Penn State game was 41-12, to but it was close until the end of the third quarter. Oh, man. Are you – this is so much worse than your, like, Clemson deal. Whatever. Um, my Clemson deal I've been right about all season we're they're gonna, good we're not gonna relitigate this let's uh they're review, good let's review the slates rain man give us your picks Clemson's good uh <laughs> Iowa minus 11 versus Northwestern with Perky the Hawk Baylor plus two and a half at Texas Tech Auburn plus three and a half versus Arkansas and Big Corn plus seven and a half versus Illinois oh I hate that corn pick Oh, I hate it. Uh, Capper, the other end uh, of the podcast, uh, give us your slate. We've got uh, Big Rubber is Wake minus three and a half at Louisville. Um, Iowa State plus one versus OU. UGA minus 22 and a half versus Florida. Arkansas minus three and a half at Mizzou. Uh, and speaking of the rushing defense, gave up 3.8 oh. yards per attempt at BYU last two weeks ago. Uh, BYU averaging... Still over 4.8 yards of carry this season. Very. Auburn. Uh, we, what? That was so garbled. Auburn. It's, that been, a, was it's just, been a long. It's been a fucking hell of a week. Dude, we don't want. I don't know if that made that. any sense. I don't, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about it. Well, we are. Yeah, good. Because you, we aren't paying me by the hour. But I hope if you need to talk to someone, you are. Sorry, and it's a tease. Note, Maybe I liked the other team that's playing Mizzou too. So can, throw you just that ruined Joe's segue. Throw no, that one I was in gonna, there. How I dare was going to try to clip this together for someone we could send a better help to get a promo code or something. Uh, God, <laughs> I need, blew it. I don't need razors from Manscaped. Mm-hmm. I need fucking free therapy, man. What have you done? <laughs> God damn it, Capper. I'll, ta- I'll take it. Well, I guess uh, I guess we'll just have to get to the squeeze picks now. Killed his whole motherfucking thing. Shit, if I do. No, so dog. We some dogs. We ain't no puppies. So you're telling me there's a chance? 
Um, on, on the full weekend of games uh, from questionable sources. And uh, we have not had a good run recently of King of the Hill pickers. We've had some bad luck in recent weeks. I believe we have three, three first-time whiffs in a row, maybe four. It's, uh, it's been tough. Uh, last week, we, of course, had a Skinny P. Or uh, is, is some some in some circles known as Skinny Penis? Um, his uh, not Boston my college, They got they got killed. Um, but he did mention in his pick uh, Matty Ice, and uh, this we got a direct wreck from Skinny P to this next picker. Who I gotta admit, it, he's not Matty Ice, but his analysis it was Matty Nice. That's the nickname I'm giving it for him. Uh, he's he's Matty Nice, and and I'm 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 excited. I'm excited to share this pick. We are Penn State. This week I am going with the number thirteen ranked Penn State Nittany Lions as underdogs at home with the points against the Ohio State Buckeyes. Who I know are 7-0 and ranked 2. But Penn State's only loss is to Michigan. And I think that at home, with this game being the first game since 2009, where they will be playing in the afternoon, with not a whiteout, but a blue and white striped crowd is going to be rocking. And I think that Ohio Mm. State's going to struggle a little bit here. The Nittany Lions have only allowed 18.9 points per game, and I think it's going to be tough for Ohio State to score, but they will. But I do not see the Buckeyes clearing that 15.5 points that they're being given. I kind of like the pick. I wish this was a night game whiteout, but I kind of like the pick. I think Penn State's defense is really good. I think they'll be able to move the ball. I think they'll be able to keep it somewhat competitive. I also like the uh, blue and white stripe uh, thing. It's it's almost nice that they do a motif like the prison outfits that most of their most legendary coaches should be and mm. will be wearing in hell. <laughs> uh, sorry, is it too late for that? Are we allowed to? Well, you're, yeah, it's the thing. It's not too soon. It's way too late. Um, <laughs> they are They are both burning in hell, so it's fine. Uh, sorry, I wanna. It is no Penn State. I feel like uh, it doesn't get celebrated enough as a cult school, but it is. Uh, we mentioned yeah. it previously. It's a sneaky cult school, and Big I do weird. like. I I do. It's a borderline. Uh, I kind of like that pick a lot. I think they could actually keep it closer than people might think because Ohio State, they seem a little sloppy around the edges. Am I wrong? I think it's just kind of a, I think it's kind of a cruise con- control thing. Like they just yeah, they haven't really had to get up for anything. They just um, they just roll the roll out there and and win. If it's by fifty or it's by thirty, they don't care. They just do it. So I, I don't know. It's it. I guess it's their first real test, so that kind of speaks to something. But um, man, did Michigan dominate Penn State? 
Yeah, they did. I guess they're like that physical offense that like can just pound you, you know. And Ohio State is not that team. Going through Ohio State's schedule again, it's uh, <clears throat> Notre Dame, Arkansas State, Toledo, Wisconsin, Rutgers, Michigan State, Iowa. Yeah, so I could bad. see at Penn State being like a punch in the mouth uh, type of spot because it's going to be a, a step up from like what from, they have. From that. Yeah. Uh, interesting. And uh, at yeah i like the pick all right you know what maddie nice hopefully you're back next week do you like that name i kind of like it <laughs> i love it we'll see if he can survive you're, you're not I, doing better. i couldn't have come up with anything that's true you know what why do i even ask uh it's great <laughs> and the, that's something because you know what that's something i don't get your help with you know what else i don't get your help with this fucking four teamer that's gonna melt your fucking face off. I do this one all by myself. It's hit twice this year, and I feel good about it. I feel good. I feel okay. I feel okay about it. I feel fine. This one's okay. We're gonna start. Tell. We're gonna start with uh, USC minus fifteen at Arizona in the desert. Rayman has been on me for riding Arizona all year. Uh, but I just think this is a stat padding game, full stop. All the players in this team. Nice, are, you're on the right side. They're get. Everyone's just getting numbers this game. Minus fifteen is uh, <laughs> gonna be a joke. Uh, I think they're gonna just put up crazy points. Uh, I like Kansas State minus one and a half uh, versus Oklahoma State. Kansas State coming off like a big it. loss. Oklahoma State coming off a great, great win. Um, where they really had to lay it all out there. But Oklahoma State, I, I do think uh, they are they showed some sensitivity to tough running. That's all Kansas State is. It's I think uh, Kansas State at home in this spot, I really I really like it. Big 12, I think, is just going to continue to eat itself. Um, Mizzou plus four at South Carolina. I think... Uh, it, the obvious letdown spot here for the Gamecocks. And Mizzou, I think, is better than people think. Uh, or better than I think, at least. Like, I've always consistently bet against them. And they play teams closer. Even if they don't cover, they play teams closer than you think they will. They don't really get blown out that often. So I wonder if they might have something here for uh, South Carolina that might be riding too high after beating a truly shitty A&M squad that they honestly still almost blew the game to. So, uh, (laughs) I uh, finally, uh, I'm going to take Florida state minus 24 against Georgia tech, which is a ton of points, uh, for an average squad. But I watched Georgia tech's backup quarterback play some last weekend. Uh, and I'm not sure if anyone else had the experience of watching this dude play. Um, this cat might be the worst football player I've ever seen. I'm sorry. He might be the worst. He's like, it's like bad. The backup quarterback at Georgia Tech can't be uh, inspiring he, here. He's a borderline danger to himself. They, like, lost a game. They had a chance. Like, when Sims is, like, not bad, he got injured, though. And they, ha- I don't think he's back. he's back. I think they're still on backups. But, like, this guy had to come in. The defense kept them, like, in it and then the backup on the last play of the game it was like fourth down and instead of throwing it down the field he literally just walked out of bounds because he couldn't get it 
throw off and it just looked bad and I don't know I think uh, Georgia Tech has played admirably in so many spots I think they're due for a stinker and it's going to come in a spot against a Florida State team that's uh, that. good on offense they're they coming off a bye so they should be healthier they should have some juice and I think they're going to kill them so that's the 14 where USC minus 15 in Arizona Kansas State minus one and a half versus Oklahoma State, Mizzou plus four at South Carolina, Florida State minus 24 versus Georgia Tech. All right. Boom. I'm, I'm worried about Adrian. Adrian uh, Martinez. I, I think yeah. – um, Are you sure there, you're not worried about Taylor? There must have been some good practice reports <laughs> uh, up to now because the line's moving towards K-State side here. But, like, I think the – impression was last weekend he was like full go and he lasted a series so yeah um, if he can't play then that one's cooked but if he can i actually think they'll win the game so I agree this with one Joe. this one like yeah if if they are full strength like i think they just boat race oklahoma state which is wild but um man they were they were, they even were cooking with will howard at quarterback last weekend before he went down so um I don't know. That that one gives me a little pause, but uh, I just like the minus like one the, and a half. I like the, it's a de- the minus one and a half is a dead giveaway to me against like a top ten Oklahoma State team. It's like begging yeah, you Oklahoma to take State, the Oklahoma State not super impressive. They aren't super impressive. I don't think you can watch that game with Texas and come away thinking like, wow, Oklahoma State's so good. No, yeah, more of Texas finds ways to choke still. Uh, Stop. Are we doing this right now? What's, what's their big 12 record they're in the on, last They're on a bye though? week. Don't do it now. Are we doing this? Don't. <laughs> are we doing this right now? 